Hey sisters, how are you feeling in your body today? Before we dive into this episode where I'm excited to really peel back the curtain and uncover the three biggest quote unquote healthy habits that we are adopting and that we think are okay that are actually keeping us stuck and making us gain more weight in perimenopause. So I'm going to dive into those soon along with sort of a bonus thought process for you that's really helping me these days. But before I do that, I wanted to remind you of how Today is Cyber Monday at the time of this release, and I created something specific for the Black Friday Cyber Monday time frame. I mean, as a Canadian who lives in, in the United States and works with women from all over the world, I know we don't all celebrate this, but it's a good time to put out an offer, and I've created a, a great offer with my metabolic hormone healing analysis for you. And what this does is it allows us to dig deeply into you specifically, gives you 90 minutes of one-on-one where we actually get to deep dive into your habits, into your hormone imbalance, and better understand what is actually happening with you and how to create a strategy around your lifestyle to get you back to results. Where we're at at this stage in our bodies in this reverse puberty is that our body is constantly struggling with the grind of trying trying to stay balanced. All at the same time, it's passing the baton from our hormones to our adrenals, to our, you know, our stress system to handle everything. And our adrenals are completely burnt out because of the way we live. So we need to learn to nourish those adrenals. And and some of these habits that I'm going to talk about today are the things that are surprising to us, but are actually keeping us stuck where we're at. So although it's not cookie cutter, and this, this analysis is an opportunity for me to get a good idea of your background, create a specific plan that's unique to you. So don't miss out on this opportunity if you've been wanting to work one-on-one together, if you've been wanting to level up, and you want a plan that you know is going to work for you you. This is your opportunity to grab one of those spots. I'll only be running this over this holiday season. And then we'll be diving back into lengthier, long coaching sessions, which I know is right for many of you as well. Whatever you prefer, if you just want a quick and dirty strategy, because you're someone like me who is really, really busy and just want someone to tell them what to do, or if you really like that mental coaching aspect, because we all know it's not just about the strategy, there's a real mindset element to that, and we cover that in your analysis for you, but of course, we cover it much more deeply in the long-term coaching. Grab one of those analysis spots if you've been wanting it. The link is in the show notes here, but let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. 
Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, sisters. It is Bria here, your fellow perimenopause hormone struggler. (laughs) And I like to remind you of that because... You know, even though for me, really learning about my body, what is happening in the female hormone rhythm, what's happening, you know, inside of us as we move, you know, into this reverse puberty time, even though understanding that, although it took years, you know, really was a key part of me releasing an extra 15 to 20 pounds um, and being able to keep it off, I, I think more importantly is also really recognizing that it's not like a one and done situation. What I think is the most powerful thing about doing this work and stepping into being the CEO of your body is is recognizing the red flags and the whispers that your body gives to you, right? Through, you know, through our PMS symptoms, through indigestion, through skin trauma. You know, I now that I have done that work and I know my clients feel the same way, we are I'm able to recognize the flags as they pop up. Because ultimately, there are key indicators that our body is in a place that it could release weight if we're going to put that effort in, or there's key indicators that our body will absolutely not release weight if we put that effort in. And in fact, putting that effort in will actually make it harder. And like to break that down further, what I mean is if you are living in a body where your periods are completely irregular, you're having any digestive issues, your energy is not consistent throughout the day, you're unable to, you know, have seven hours of sleep roughly, you know, without waking up more than one time, uh, you know, 80% of your week, if you're finding that you have crazy cravings in the afternoon, those are all signs that our body is, you know, in a weight loss resistant mode. And the more we push it, the more we add stress onto it, the worse it's going to get. And and we don't understand that. Nobody tells us that. And that was the biggest eye opener for me. I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning, downing some serious pre-workout, a double dose of caffeine right on an empty stomach, pushing myself through a hard 30 to 45 minute workout only to feel so exhausted in the afternoon that I could barely make it through either without taking a nap or having some sugar. And then I was impatient and cranky um, and then wanting to just fall asleep on the couch at about 730 or in my kids' beds with them as I tucked them in. That was, you know, my life that I thought was okay. And it wasn't until it actually got worse and bottomed out on me because those are the beginning signs, right? These are the beginning red flags that I think it's really important that women understand. When you are not able to make it through the day without that sugar craving in the afternoon or a nap, when you are not able to get a decent night's sleep most of the time without waking up more than one time, waking up once a night's pretty normal. But if you're waking up and your mind is grinding and you can't get back to sleep, that is an indicator of stress. And stress on the body compounds this issue that we have already happening. So it's never good for us, this stress piece. But the fact that we're in these perimenopause years, it can feel like a curse, but it's actually, you know, we can change our perspective on it 
And we can see it as a really positive thing. It's letting us know what we've had it up to here with. And imagine me like, you know, putting my hand up next to my neck. <laughs> you know, you just had it up to here. And all of a sudden you go from zero to 50 really, really quick because you're frustrated. What does that even mean, zero to 50? I guess it's like about mileage. So maybe I should say zero to 100. <laughs> you know, when you, you seem to be fine, seem to be fine. And then one tiny thing just puts you over the edge. That's, you know, these perimenopause years are, are can actually, if we change our perspective and instead of being annoyed at them, recognize that understanding this piece of us is the key to us living a long, healthy and fulfilled life because it almost highlights all the things that we're ignoring, right? The things that we're feeling resentful of and impatient of and frustrated with in these years are key indicators of the things that if we change, we will finally feel fulfilled. And of course, the perimenopause years really highlight that or put a flashlight on that for us because one, we're in this imbalance, which means we're kind of grinding away in the background. So we're tired all the time. We don't have that extra, you know, zhuzh, the extra get up and go. And at the same time, our estrogen is inconsistent. And don't forget that estrogen is really like our rose colored glasses. It's what makes us be like, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's why it's what makes women so more apt to be a people pleaser than a man, because we are so, you know, this is a hormone that kind of comes at us. It's of course the hormone that we get surged with heading into ovulation, which is what makes us our fertile time and ready to actually have babies. I'm convinced that if we had no estrogen during that time, we would not want to be having sex with anybody and not having any babies. <laughs> so anyway, I digress. Let's move on. I'm getting ahead of myself here. This is a perfect time for us to really recognize these red flags and, and switching our perspective just a little bit there to being like, okay, I am here. My body is telling me things. Let's learn to listen to these flags and let's make the changes. Gone are the days, and I, I see this in my clients and we do deep mental work around this stuff because I have clients that are that don't even feel like they're worth the investment of, of you know coaching on themselves or they have their partner in their mind saying these things. We are in a point in our life where you cannot just cram your needs in the little pockets of the needs of your family because that makes you more comfortable. That will always come back to bite you. And I know this because that was me. I spent a lot of years just cramming my needs in and around the needs of others or the wants of others. And I got really resentful about it. And it was this year, this time in my life, the, or sorry, these years, this time in my life that I finally had to admit the things that were really bothering me, the things that I wasn't willing to put up with for the rest of my life. This is your opportunity. And when we change our perspective to that, to being like, okay, I'm going to learn my body. I'm going to hear what she says to me. I'm going to follow what she's doing. I'm going to take ownership of myself. It's really empowering. It's an empowering time for us and not one for us to feel badly. It's one for us to take control and take the reins in our life again. Whoop, 
Sorry, totally forgot to turn my phone off. Anyway, we won't edit that out. You know me, I'm not a huge editor. I like to just keep it raw and real because nobody has time for this to be a lengthy, lengthy podcast. So the three things I want to share with you guys today, though, because once we once we shift that perspective and we start taking ownership and start recognizing the red flags in our body, we can start to understand why some of these healthy habits, and this is what's confusing for us, why these healthy habits are actually causing us to gain weight or to stay stuck or to have no energy. Um, And the first one is your workout. Of course, if you are pushing yourself in any type of workout, and by a workout, I want to define this a little bit for you. Our daily movement in life is required for health. Our bodies are designed to move. Oxygen needs to come through our bodies. You know, our cardiovascular system needs that. It's good for our dopamine. We need to move. And by move, that's just simply can be walking. It can be yoga. This is general movement that our body needs because we're not working the fields anymore. We're not hunting and gathering anymore, right? We're sitting in front of computers. We're sitting in cars. You know, we're standing all day at the fronts of classrooms or in clinical offices. No matter what your career is, you're either sitting half the day or you're standing half the day. We're not moving our body in functional patterns. So that conscious effort every day to do a movement is really important, but higher level fitness movements, which require, you know, thinking, you know, think about high intensity interval training or body pumps or lifting heavy weights by nature are designed to add stress to the body. What we don't need right now, when we're, when we're seeing these red flags come up in our body, like digestive issues, irregular periods, you know, inability to sleep through the night, frustration, exhaustion, brain fog, these are all the flags that something is not right. We have to get our body to a place where it's releasing weight and has consistent energy without high levels of fitness before we can add in the fitness. Otherwise, it's just going to keep us stuck and have us gaining weight, specifically belly weight. This is why so many of you reach out to me and say, I'm working out, I'm doing all this stuff, and I don't understand why I'm gaining weight around the belly. Because you're adding cortisol to your already taxed system, and your liver cannot deal it's got to it's got to get got to deal with this cortisol as best as it can so it's not metabolizing your hormones so everything excess is being stored in your fat and the closest fat system is our belly so that's where it typically starts to grow also when we're in a high stress environment the body suppresses the metabolism and amps up the fat storage for some reason to use this energy later when it needs it All right. The second major healthy, quote unquote, healthy habit that, you know, we get confused about is skipping meals or this idea of intermittent fasting and starting our day with coffee. So we, you know, this is a really common thing out in the wellness industry that tells people it can be a healthy habit. And again, if you are in a balanced body releasing weight on your own and you want to test out something like intermittent fasting, there's a lot of values to it. There is a lot of us, but not as much shown in women in these perimenopause years. And that is because inconsistent eating brings a forth inconsistent blood sugar, which taxes the body and adds more stress to it. So here we are again, just adding more stress onto the stress pile. When there's more stress on the stress pile, we can't lose weight. We actually 
gain weight. And this is so that you can feel like you're eating less and all of a sudden you're gaining weight in this. The other piece that is really important that people need to understand about intermittent fasting is that it only works if you're really consistent with it. So if it's something you want to test out, first have consistent blood sugar with three regular meals, never have your caffeine on an empty stomach, one caffeine a day or none if you can help it. And, and get yourself to that weight release point. Once you start doing that, if you want to test out something, you can test it out. But if you're stuck as a duck right now, it is not the way for you. You need three regular meals with veggies and protein at each one of them. And they should be filling enough that you're not needing to snack in between. All right, number three, your morning routine. So I used to be this diehard, you know, there's whole books written on, you know, the morning, you know, that morning routine of like, get up at 5am and the most, you know, wealthiest people are awake at five and do all of these things. I cannot underline enough, you cannot lose weight if you are not adequately sleeping. Okay, so if you if you are waking up extra early to be committed to this morning routine, because you think it is the path to success, you are hurting your body more. You are hurting your hormone imbalance more. It is more important, especially in the second half of your cycle, in your luteal phase and your bleed phase, that you get more sleep. And, and I think realistically, if we're being honest with ourselves, we want to make sure we're protecting our nighttime routine so that we are going to bed and waking up around the same time every day. But if you go to bed, if you are consistent in that and you have a rough night, and you could sleep an extra half hour, that is more valuable to your body than this rigorous miracle morning that perhaps you have created. That being said, there's a lot of value with getting up, getting outside, exposing yourself to natural sunlight, walking at that time of the day, drinking your greens, but do not cut back on your sleep so that you can have a morning routine. Make sure that you are starting to accommodate a nighttime routine to support the morning routine. All right, you guys, I know this can be so confusing and it was a real upside down thing for me when I started understanding it more and more. And that is why I created for this holiday season, the hormone healing analysis and strategy session. It's a one-time 90 minute call that we dive in. There's prep work for you to do ahead of time so that we can get right into understanding your hormone imbalance, understanding what's keeping you there, creating a specific strategy for you to overcome that that works for month one and month two, as well as a follow-up 30-minute call so we can touch base on that. It is at a Black Friday price right now that I don't normally offer because my one-on-one, you know, my one-on-one time is usually my highest ticket item. So this is the only time I'm going to offer this all year. Make sure you grab one of these spots. It can be scheduled in the future if you want, if you're feeling really busy, but I wouldn't wait. You want to head into the holidays feeling nourished. You want to head into January feeling like you are your best self. So let's get that scheduled. Let's dive into you and create a custom program so you stop doing these quote unquote healthy habits that are keeping you stuck. Okay, sisters, swipe up for the show notes for that. Reach out to me. I want to hear from you. What are the habits that you thought were healthy that you're realizing now are keeping you gaining weight and feeling frustrated and sucking the life out of you? Have an amazing, amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. 
Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.